0: are you? and this is Ryan. And this is the Nintendo Show, the best damn Nintendo podcast on the internet. This is going to be the mini show for the month of June of 2023. There's nothing mini about it. So, we're going to talk about whatever we damn well please, probably lots of Zelda. Lots of Zelda cuz that's like the the major game to uh discuss. That's pretty much the only game I've been playing for the past couple of weeks with um with a with a brief yeah. caveat that there's about a 5-day stretch where I was playing nothing.
1: Whoa!
0: Because I ended up in. Are you okay? I, I was. Well, I had to go to the doctor for some carpal tunnel. Seriously? Issues. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. And I got put like I'm like I'm like a physical therapy. I don't have a physical therapist, but I got put on like this regimen of okay, you got to do these stretches this many times a day, this many intervals. You have to use this heating pad before. You got to use this uh, cooling pad afterwards. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better right now. Still a little stiff, but I'm able to play video games and, and actually type on my work computer with. You know. Let's let's sue Nintendo. <laughs> I you know what? I don't the the playing video games probably didn't help, but I do use a computer a lot at work and it's not a very ergonomic design. So
2: Yeah. Do we need to get you an ergonomic keyboard?
0: Oh yeah, I'm definitely asking for one. Yeah. Because it's a work computer. They, they supply that shit. Your ergonomic
2: keywords is going to be like an assistant.
0: <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be like, so good. Type this up for me. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm getting back into, into playing Zelda. I've put in some time over the past several days. Um, but I, I'm going to let you guys... Lead this. You guys are both playing Zelda. We're all playing Zelda. Yeah, How's I don't it going? Want to spoil
2: anything and you get mad at me.
0: Oh well, let's 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 set down. Have you guys already uh, talked about the game? Yeah, we've talked about it. We have a right. once, um, but you know, we've we're significantly further than John. Let's uh, let's set down like well, the with the our gra- functioning hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we can get you one of those pads so you can play with your feet. One what? of our friends in the Discord group actually said, I well, You could play with your feet, obviously joking, and a lot of them are like, "The thought did cross (laughs) my mind." (laughs) Uh, And and also, like um, one of those, like the the fighting pad sticks actually have like the the larger joysticks as opposed to analog sticks.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I've seen somebody beat uh, uh, Dark Souls with their feet.
0: I want to get like a Guitar Hero guitar to play some Zelda with. (laughs) Um. So, my my general approach. As we talked about the last time, me and Wes talked about this game is I go to a zone, I try to discover everything that there is to discover in that zone, and when I feel like I've done enough for that point, I go on to the next one and I put down little stamps or things that might be interesting that I haven't looked at yet. You found some cool stuff I haven't found yet. Yeah, it's it's my my obsessive because the the way the way I played Breath of Wild the first time. Was I just kind of I would do like some exploring around, but I would pretty much chase objectives and do exploring while I did that. And then when I got to the end of the game, um, or, or near the end game, I ended up just kind of looking up, okay, where are the last shrines that I missed? Whereas the second time I played The Breath of the Wild, I took this more approach, or like I'm going to play it over a longer amount of time. I'm going to take time to. Try to figure things out as I go and all these in the, in the different zones I Had a really good time doing that So so how I wanted to approach it this time around it's a little tougher this time around because of places like the depths where It's the this mirror image of the uh, of the overworld like we talked about before but it's um It's more difficult to move around it because of the darkness so I've done a little bit in there now. I actually just a couple days ago Got the auto build power That's how little I had done down there um, And I've got a bunch Of roots marked To go and, and chase
2: But uh, um, Yeah now that I know It's inverted I, I just Whenever I do a shrine I just go see if I have it In the depths And just immediately Put a stamp in the depths Yep
0: I'm Like there's one <laughs> There's a place I need to go next uh, I did finally um, I, I went down to You know You get the power You get uh, You fight the guy uh, Koga from the Eagle the clan Yep Also the poison gym leader Famously mm-hmm. Um, so that fight was pretty fun. Then you got to chase him, and like there's this whole like mining facility with a mine cart. And I was telling Wes earlier, uh, you can lay down these mine carts with these tracks and go chasing him around. Um, and uh, I actually found the tracks kind of like uh, in like a second leg of the track. So I was like, well, I'm gonna go back uphill to see what's up there. So I went and just discovered a couple of things over there. A good place to to get a bunch of pose and shit. And then I took the cart back down. I was like, "Okay, now I'm going to go uh, deeper into the depths. And this this downhill area. This mine cart is going. I'm going to take this mine cart. I'm going to put a fan on the back of it. and I'm going to strap two rockets to the side. and We're really going to get cooking. And after a few feet, like the track started dipping down, and my cart went airborne, <laughs> <laughs> and I fell out of the cart and went careening down into this uh, the, this crater down the depths. I was like, well, let's go find the next great fairy. So I walked out of there. <laughs>
1: It is kind of funny that, you know, the physics engine is so robust that it makes you think of the idea of, like, thrust versus weight, mm, <laughs> that, yeah. like, you can actually make a device that moves too fast, Yeah, and has too much force behind it. For sure. But really, all they ever kind of expect you with the minecarts is just to have a fan. Mm. Um, every once in a while, there's, like, a super steep incline, where you would maybe want a second fan, but just having a rocket. <laughs> the just two, like two rockets on the shooting side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I, I did finally get a second battery as well. Second full battery, which is pretty oh. great. Yeah. The thing is,
1: you probably could have made
0: some kind of scenario where there's a bar that would go on top of the... Mm. Um, Give it some
1: weight. It, it would, or actually, no, it would just sort of like wrap around the tracks.
0: So oh, it would prevent sure. you from flying <laughs> off the track. <laughs> so, so like the wheels lift off the track, but the beam underneath is keeping it attached down. Yeah, like a bullet train. You know, yeah, like <laughs> a bullet train,
1: it <laughs> can't fly off. It's just sort of
2: walked
0: well, in. You know, you like, line up a bunch of... Carts attach yeah. them together and get like the supports underneath and a bunch of rocks. Yeah, drag a it. bunch of koroks down
2: there and put them in your different carts.
0: Can you take koroks into the depths? I don't know. I've never actually Just chuck them down a hole. <laughs> I haven't discovered any koroks in the depths. I wonder if there's any actually down there. I haven't found any.
3: Hmm.
0: You know, I, I pretty pretty obsessively go after those koroks. I like finding them. I think I'm up to 120. I like
2: finding the Koroks. I don't like assisting the Koroks. Mm. The stupid ones are the backpacks that I gotta get over this freaking mountain or something stupid. Those like, are the hey, only ones I do, I do because do. they're worth two.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It, it is It is good, I think, to your point, that they made them worth more because sometimes they are more work. I found one um, just earlier today that all I had to do was uh, uh, auto-build an air balloon, It's great that I had one of those now, and just send it up a cliff.
1: Yeah, um, I saw... Uh, someone showing off a build of like, because everyone has probably at this point got the whole like two fans and the controller thing. Yep, the little speeder bike. Mm, it's really and handy. It is really handy for just getting yourself around. It's a personal mover, um, but it's not very good for moving around like the big stones for shrines or moving around uh, koroks. Mm. And the build that somebody made was actually really simple. It's just essentially four fans positioned on top of a two x four with the thing. So basically, those things you should kind of always have in your inventory anyways. So at most, it's going to cost you three zone I. Um, and yeah, you can easily plant one on there. They're very easy to fly around. They don't use a lot of juice. So, you know, they're, for me, perfect for doing those things where I got to navigate a Korok to someplace that's inconvenient. Because otherwise, like, you'd love to use your speeder bike for it, but they just weigh too much. They, they kind of make it impossible to navigate.
0: But as, as far as, like, spoiler territory is concerned, we've all done the 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 dungeon over in Tabantha slash Hebratha, the riddle one in that area. So let's avoid talking about any other ones, um, and it, like as far like we're not, we won't talk about like any major story beats. But other than that, I think pretty much everything's fair game at this point. Okay. So highlights. What are you guys thinking, Ryan? We actually haven't talked to to you about this oh. game on the podcast yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, first impressions of being. Um, the game delivered twice as much as I thought it would Just in sheer content I'm actually shocked at how big this game is mm-hmm. and feels They really did manage to slap on A whole other half of the game They just seemingly doubled the volume of it And um, I think that's even before you look at the depths <laughs>
0: <laughs> which, which is it's funny because when, when they first premiered like the Sky Island stuff You know, the the snarky internet people was like, oh, this is $70 DLC because all they did was add a bunch of sky islands. Like, nope, there's a whole underground.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Shut uh, up, motherfuckers. This is probably going to end up being the game of the year. Sure. Uh, It'll be arguably better than Breath of the Wild. I really don't know where this is going to land. Breath of the Wild was so inventive and genius and revolutionary.
0: It's. Well, yeah, uh, it's 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 like like one of those situations where you don't get. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom without, you know, what Breath of the Wild built before it, but, you know, this is doing everything Breath of the Wild does, and then it's one-upping and five-upping everything. So, like, yeah, it's... Like, it's I, I want to go probably, back and play Breath
2: of the Wild while I'm done with this, just to kind of reminisce about it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to be, like, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, like, playing Breath of the Wild and be like, why can't I just auto-build a speeder bike? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: and I think the game is so immersive. I think that's probably the best thing that you can say about it, is that you, like... This isn't one of those games where you're just sort of like playing a game to enjoy some game mechanics. Well there is so much of that there. This is just one of those live worlds. It's so peaceful mm. and serene and all the environments like I mean I play it at home with surround sound and I'll play hours on end and there's never like spoken dialogue. You just all you hear is this ambient like you go into the Farron region and you just feel like you're in a tropical jungle. You you know, go into these uh I hate like, the Farron. Yeah. Always thunderstorming. Go into the (laughs) giant inconvenience. Yeah, go into like the snowy areas, and you just have this like frigid soundscape behind you. Um, It all just looks so beautiful. Um, It's just a a fantastic environment that they've made. Um, And on top of that, they've taken all of these really fun sandbox kind of things that were there for really good players in Breath of the Wild that that you would say like, wow, that's a really clever thing that person just did, or like, they really exploited this physics engine that they have. And then this new one, they've made it so much more accessible that just your average player can constantly feel like they're some kind of wizard. Um, Always coming up with fun ways to use all of these new devices together to build contraptions. And, you know, obviously there are people online you can go see that are experts at this sort of things, and are mechanical engineers. Building some of the craziest devices, but you yourself can kind of feel like you're making some cool devices to improve, you know, every, all these other various little components of the game. I mean, at, at its core, it, it just amplified. It just amplified everything great about an already nearly perfect game. So that's my thirty thousand foot view opinion of it. It's an absolutely wonderful game. I'm just enjoying it so much.
0: And then they give you so much to do that, if at any point. You know, you you get some pushback or just don't feel like doing something anymore. You're like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to a different part and do something completely different for now. And get back to this later. I what just was,
2: had that just a minute ago out there. I was trying to get to a light route in the depths that I know is there because I got the shrine. But it's up on a fucking mountain. I can't seem to get up mm-hmm. there. So I was like, I'm moving on for now. And I just dipped right out. So.
0: Mm-hmm. I found... Um, down the depths, I don't know if, if you guys had uh, seen this part, but it's like this, uh, a large, like, pillar. Yep. Um, and it, it is something, like, it, it's so low to the actual floor that you can, uh, it's, like it's got torches, like, it's set up, like, it's something you're supposed to notice. Um, and there's actually a black lion allowed in front of it. And I didn't fight him. <laughs> I just snuck around him. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to use my Ascend right here. And I used sand and it just it, it of course brought me outside, but just to just a, a random spot in a field that I'd already been before. It's like it kind of made me wonder what is the point of this. I think
2: some of those pillars are for something. Like one of them will spit you out on the bridge of Hyrule where that fire gleeok is. Oh, Okay, that's the first time I saw. A I saw that. I saw that guy. I first saw time that. I ever saw it popped up out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And I saw him on the bridge. Went nope. I went right back down in. <laughs> the the first
0: Gleak I saw was the the triple one down in the depths. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was. Um, I, I still haven't I uh, haven't fought any of them yet, but I I've I've sighted and put spots on the map, for where they are. I
2: beat one. Uh, Ryan's killed more, right? Yeah, killed I've, a few. I've, I, I haven't actually found an electric one yet, yeah.
1: but I beat a, The first one I beat was a king, which is sort of all three heads. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an ice one a bunch of times and a fire one a couple times.
0: That's want an electric one if you want you to know where one is. Yeah, yeah. A uh, Colosseum. Oh Colosseum. Yeah.
2: Farron. Farron. bring Right on the edge of the jungle. It's annoying, too, because he summons a thunderstorm, so you can't mm-hmm. go at him with anything metal.
1: Yeah, that's a little tricky. I mean, I think that's kind of the strategy for those guys is just, uh, one, bring enough arrows and then take down the heads, of course, if you've got those um, keys... Things. Oh yeah. yeah, it makes it a lot easier. And I find as long as you got a bow that can do at least, like, 30 damage. Like, six arrows, we'll drop them to the ground, and then I hope you've got, a, like, a mallet that you can
2: just spin around a bunch and chunk damage. I do that constantly, that little spin tag yeah. from holding it. Yeah. Pretty much I just collect all those. I don't even carry um, spears or short swords anymore just because that spin thing is so goddamn good.
1: The easiest one's also the ice one because, like, it's, it's done in stages where I think once you take down maybe two-thirds of the health, Um, It'll go into this mode where it like feels tougher at first when it first happens because it's frantic and he starts putting these like big ice laser beams all around you and it looks scary as fuck. But really just use the same strategy that you probably already encountered with the Flux guys where you just use the rewind feature. Hop on, like these little ice spears will end up in the ground. Just hop on top of an ice spear and use the rewind feature and you'll fly straight up right in front of its face and from that point you don't even need. The fire one's annoying because
2: he will the fire 40. one will get pissed and he'll leave really high in the air and just start j- chucking giant fireballs at him. What you. a jackass. Yeah, that one's really annoying because you got That one I used a rocket shield. I've used, <laughs> <I just laughs> have the one You run. got a rocket <laughs> shield to get up there. That's I just the it is. Yeah, Flies right up and then again six arrows. And, but and it, it basically things. like when I fought him it one shots me. So mm. like I burned the first Galilera I killed mm. burned four fairies. <laughs> I was like you asshole. Like at this point it's just a matter of pride. <laughs> And I know not everyone's
1: explored everything, but um, there, in the sky on the west, in one of those low gravity areas, there is like this shrine that you do where you drain the water out of the lake. It's like that thing from Link to the Past. Remember I haven't
0: the seen the the low. I haven't been to a low gravity.
2: Oh. There's not a lot of places like huh. that, but once you get super duper... It's a certain high. height up there in
0: the air. You know? I got a bunch yeah. of stuff like uh, stamped over in the west side. There's like a, a, a big chunk of Sky Islands I haven't gone to yet on the west the, side.
2: Um, the labyrinths will be in the, oh, okay. in the yeah. low gravity areas. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, but but just to say that, in the west area, there is one up there where you'll do this really simple quest to drain the water out of this thing. And since there's fish in there, the fish will be laying there. Mm-hmm. One oh, of the like ones. One. Yeah, hardy bass are there. Hardy bass is just cook one on its own and it's a full health restore and four 10 parts. Like, that is just a game changer right there. And every time there's a blood moon, you'll get four of them. So you could have four of those recipes in your inventory. And again, if you've got extras, stack them all together and get however many temp parts you want out of it. Like, it's a really, just a really simple, easy recipe that'll help when you've got a tough like Lynel or one of these Gleox that wants to chunk
2: crazy amounts of damage on you. I realized um, because I forgot the tier system in difficulty with monsters. and I realized after I killed my first Lionel that it was a silver and I really shouldn't have gone after that one. Hell yeah. (laughs) He took me four tries. (laughs) He was an asshole. (laughs) Then I fought a red one and I killed him first try without like losing not even half my heart. So I was like alright I clearly fought the wrong one first. Mm.
0: (laughs) I really like how uh, with all like the, the mini-bosses and stuff, if you re-encounter them, they'll give you that little indication that you've already beaten that thing.
1: Yeah, that is very convenient, yeah. Because I think there's an, an uh, achievement. You get some kind of special thing that I've seen for oh, every...
0: Or it goes like, to your, your completion percentage if yeah. you're interested in that sort you, of thing. If you
1: take out every Hinox and every... Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call those things? Uh, talises, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and the battle talises, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and I, I just, I just love all of these little mini bosses. Each one's kind of its own fun encounter, and you get to come up with clever strategies on how you're going to take them out. I think granted, a lot of these are from the like Lionels are not new, Hynox Talus, none of these are new really. Like these aren't additions to Breath of the Wild, but they're just really fun to revisit with the new mechanics and mind mechanic oh, yeah. that are available to you.
0: Um and I, I think they did a really good job of mixing in uh, enough new stuff and have enough surprises in there to where you know you're not going around like, okay, well here's another high knocks gotta beat him up again now. So it actually it, it still feels nice to run into and you know, along with the new stuff, the familiar stuff, okay, I know how to deal with this guy.
1: Yeah. And uh very cool. Just uh, yeah, like on all your old favorites are back. It's um, it all simultaneously feels very familiar, but you can approach it in a new way. Mm-hmm. There's all this fun stuff, and yeah, again, like, and uh, I, I you said you just recently started getting the auto builder thing, and at first I was a little bit like, eh, whatever. I'm still just enjoying
2: it, but oh, immediately game changer for me.
1: Yeah, once you start saving down a couple of recipes, that really, really fun. It's it's great, and yeah, you just got to be careful. Like, I immediately, I, I remember there was a point when I first got it, and I had like 400 zonite saved up from just playing around in the underground. And I was like, ah, oh, this will last me forever. And then like, literally I was like, oh my god, I only have 60 left, what the fuck have <laughs> I done? How did I do this? How did, did burn I burn it. Yeah, you gotta be really careful.
2: One of my handy uh, zone I builds for my auto build that I got is, like if there's a chasm I gotta cross, it's literally just, um, I found it up in the sky, a mm-hmm. particular thing, I forget, I forget which one, but one of the sky shrines. And it's just two springs on this little wall thing with a spike. And it's just really handy just to make it real quick, plant it, and launch myself over a chasm if I need to get over something. And I'm like, I don't have enough gust to get over. Let me just yeet myself launch over it. there. Yeah, yeah it's really just dumb crap like that to have in your back pocket is really handy.
0: Yeah. yeah it's like uh, uh, makeshift fast travel. Yeah.
2: Just yeah. yeah.
1: like, I need to be over there.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, just like all of simply attaching, fusing things to shields, um, you know, creates all God. kinds of different. Scenarios That can be fun. Again, you just, you bring up the springs is great because you could just have a guy like up against a, like the edge of a cliff and then just pull the spring shield out and they attack and then bounce themselves <laughs> off the edge. <laughs> Which, if I remember, I think this is how it's been working is I feel like this has happened to me, but like the falling enemies will, if they fall off the map completely, like say you're up in the air, you'll get their items. Oh, the game, good. The game will just pocket those items for yeah. you. So like if you're oh, shooting, yeah, if you're shooting like the air cutic guys or whatever, Things like that, high up, and then they just fall off. And you're like, you never get a chance
2: to collect those. They'll just automatically appear in your inventory. It'll it'll like say in the upper right, like acquired. One thing I discovered, and because I never mess with it, and I've been meaning to, is like, oh, I really should start using that thing. It's the um I forget what it's called. It's not the it's not the bright flowers. Dazzle the fruits? dazzle fruits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things are actually busted. Like mm-hmm. for instance, the skeletons that pop up. If you hit them with the dazzle fruit, they just die. Oh, good. The yeah, they're annoying. Um, the froxes underground uh, in the depths. Oh, yeah. If you hit him with the dazzle fruit, you can just get on the back and just start chopping away at him. Oh, just Sit there and because the way I've been doing is be treating it as a dodongo. He's doing it the second breath. I just chuck a bomb in its mouth. Um, <laughs> Never thought to do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I miss using keyseras and shooting. Yeah, I... it's
0: like he's been doing that. I'm Like oh, so the, the dazzle fruit gun. will like temporarily stun
2: it, and he can get right on his back and start chopping at those um, oars on his back, which is okay. how to kill it. Hmm. Well, really easy think. just dazzle for the guy that's cause it's the same thing you I think you were talking about this with the
1: battle taluses that have all the, the guys on the back if yeah. you just shoot it with one of those a, I forget what it's like mud bubbles or whatever it'll it's the one that confuses Oh, oh, yeah, it's the Yeah, Thank you, bloom. And then he just, like, it's hilarious because they'll just shoot the guys like 100 feet in the air <laughs> <laughs> These these Obama clans that are, like, resting on the bike just get launched <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> and then the ones that, like, just fall off and are, like, still alive immediately just get smashed. <laughs> so it's, really a, it's really funny to watch. Some of the dumb crap you can do in this game. It's just so entertaining. Yeah, I feel like half the fights I approach now of just like, how can I make these guys just, like, fuck each other up for a <laughs> while I just sit back and laugh in my stealth suit? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've been made to do more stealth tactics But I need to
0: upgrade while My suits are a little But yeah I've been
2: made to do some
0: Do you get uh, like that stealth stuff Over near Kakariko again? Kakariko you can buy them I've been over there yeah uh, Well technically there
2: is It's a quick two, two sets Is there two or three sets Okay To
1: get the stealth stuff yeah. I forget exactly where I got mine But I think there there's either Two or three sets That actually I think it's give from, you yeah. stealth It's from a family I think who has the sick grandma Or something
2: yeah, she has the same camera. That's um, and you just how to like, make it cheap. Yeah, because when you initially go in there, they're five thousand a mm. piece. You can, but yeah, then you, you do a them, small right? quest line for a particular recipe. Grandma's taken care of, and boom, they're discounted. And you get that and the luminous set, the yeah. Luchadori set from the Gerudo area from Breath. Oh, okay, and that one has a really interesting set bonus. I've been meaning to mess around with it at tier two. It enhances bone weapons. So oh, if you stick like a horn or a bone or something like that on a weapon, it enhances its damage. Oh, that's really oh, interesting. It's, yeah, there's
1: there's all kinds of crazy things you can do. Or if you just have a spear that has something that can freeze, you go in and freeze. Once you freeze something, I think it doubles damage. And then if you you know, it's very easy to take those skeleton arms, which themselves are made of bones, and then just slap things for crazy, crazy amounts of damage. Or yeah, you can just get uh, what what are the big ones in the desert called? Those big um. Uh, Shy looking things, the big sandworms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Their jaws are considered bone. Mm. Um, and they pack, they have, they have a ton of damage that is an add on. So if you throw those on there, again, just go back and forth. Like, even like really, really bulky, high health things, you only have to do a few cycles of it of just fr- freezing them or hitting them with a cold thing, switching over to that for one slap, and then just doing crazy, crazy damage.
0: Have both of you guys done the Gerudo
2: area? I'm not. I that's the next of the temples I want to do
0: is the Gerudo. So have you both done two temples more than two at this point?
1: I've You've done two temples, I've done two. and
0: I mean, can I say which one I did? Yeah, which one did you go to next? I did the Goron for a very specific reason. I what about you, Wes? Did you do the Goron one next? I
2: don't know if I should say.
0: Oh. Okay. I think I know. Where yeah. That's okay. You can say. Uh, I did the Spirit. Because down the depths. Sort of? Kind of. Okay. Oh, interesting. It,
2: it's a it's a bit of I, di- I did it accidentally.
0: So it's I like I I didn't realize I
2: was starting it, and then I was like, oh, shit. And then I just was like, oh, I might as well do this.
0: Interesting. Okay.
2: Um, And you're... You want me to spoil where the buddy is? No, it's okay. Okay. I'll wait for that. Okay.
1: Yeah, I did the Gorin thing because this is kind of funny to bring up. This is very in the weeds now. This is... Uh, but... Um, so there was a... I'm still on patch version. I'm on the version like Mm 1.1.1, which had a bunch of weird things that people could do to exploit the game um, and has since been patched. So if you're playing on the newest version, if you've just let the system update, you're playing the newer version and they've taken away some of these things. One of the weirder things that you could do on this older version was if you just ate at any point any recipe you had on you, and then from a vendor, if you didn't do anything else except just the very next thing you do is go buy from a vendor a cooked item That cooked item would sit in your inventory now with the properties of whatever you just ate. So, you know, if you had a dish with plus three attack, and then you just bought a piece of seared steak, that steak will now have plus three attack. So um, there are very few places in the game that will actually sell you a cooked food. It's a very weird thing. They are literally in the... Caro Caro Bazaar in the southwest you know hmm. where the Gerudo are there is one Yiga clan member that as a joke will sell you cooked bananas for like 150 rupees <laughs> um, you can buy them from him and then the reason why I did the Goron one is that there's a side quest, a meaningless, meaningless side quest that can only be done that, that will only open up after you've completed the main Goron arc where there's a cook there that will sell you three different kinds of cooked foods. So I, in my inventory now, have sort of permed a plus three speed, a plus three attack, a plus three defense, a plus two st- temp stamina wheel, and a plus three stamina wheel dish. <laughs> that as long as I just get more of those foods and cook them, everyone I get from then on will just add on to the stack, and as long as I never run out, they should always stay like that. Uh, Until the match, really,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm
1: sure they 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 stopped this. But as far as I know, as long as they're in my inventory, that's how it's going to be from now on. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like it, when they'll they'll if, if you ever uh, decide to do the update, yeah, or if they ever try to decide to force it on you, uh, I, I don't think they'd like purge out your inventory. You just wouldn't be able to duplicate it anymore.
1: Yeah. Or well, I mean, I could still cook more steaks, and it would just add the steaks to the stack. Mm-hmm that mm-hmm. It'll it'll stay in my inventory like that Until I have completely consumed right. All of them and then at that point um, I'm kind of boned
3: mm.
1: But hey, whatever, that's hilarious That's fucking hilarious that that exists And I also want to at some point do another playthrough Where I just kind of play it straight And I'm not doing all of this stupid uh, Game breaking things um, Your item dupes and everything like that I kind of The only, only item duping I'm really doing Is just to kind of upgrade armor sets I'm not like sitting there overly
2: About using it, like everything has diamonds on it All your weapons
1: (laughs) I don't, yeah, I don't have 500 diamonds in my inventory I've got maybe 20 or 30 Um, But I've also got 20 or 30 of all Like the other gems, because I've been farming those And also some shit you can't do The the things that are really annoying, I can't do Like warm darners and cold darners And fucking frost wing butterflies Mm. Those are awful Because if you want to upgrade the armor sets, you need like 20 of these things, and they're only in very specific locations
0: in, uh, in Breath of the Wild, I don't know about Tears of the Kingdom, but in Breath of the Wild, you also needed uh, uh, very specific bugs that were just annoying to catch. And every once in a while, like a uh, beetle walking around outside a stable, like really specific yeah. stables, he'll, he'll sell the like bug one. right. He'll and you be... need twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like gotta like wait for the next blood moon and then go catch him again so you can buy these fucking things.
2: And for what it's worth, the sensor is very useful. Yeah, like I, I need, I need to it. go knock out those last towers so I can get my sensor upgrade. Mm. um
0: are you gotta do all the towers to get the sensor. Yeah. So and the travel around.
2: medallions.
1: We haven't talked about travel medallions. I, mean, I would
2: recommend People. for you just to knock out all the towers and I'm not gonna keep do, I'm doing not, what you're doing. I'm not gonna do that. Why not?
0: I'm not gonna do it. Why? Because I have a method and I'm gonna stick to it. <laughs>
2: all right. Because well, that's also how you get the travel medallions, and those are the most helpful thing in the game. But anyway,
0: I, I bring up I bring up the uh, the progress, um, because for I mean, whenever we decide to talk about this game again, probably in a couple weeks when we do the official show, uh we could, um, let's decide, like, hey, okay, let's, all, let's all do the Goron one. That way we can talk to, to that point.
1: I'm fine with that, yeah. I mean, as it is, like, I've already done a... I, I just checked my stats before we started this up. I have done exactly 100 shrines. Oh, on nice. as a round number. I've done 41 caves in which I found the little bubble guy. Mm. Um...
2: Yeah. There's the wells. I don't know if there's a way of tra- they track the wells.
0: You can uh, ask the lady.
2: Okay. So don't, I don't even know where she is at this point. In,
0: you, l- in the well at the lookout landing.
1: Yeah. Well, cave entrances are sadly not censorable. You can't set them as a sensor. because you can't take a picture of them. But wells you can take a picture of. And but The the frog things you can take a picture mm-hmm. of, which is the honestly the better way to go about it because, like, you're, you got you only complete a cave when you find the fucking frog, anyways. Right. It's just, for me, I've been running around with it and it's just so distracting because it's constantly going off and I'm like, oh, okay, there's a fucking frog around here somewhere. Maybe. It's underground. And yeah, and then I got to go figure out, like, all right, where the hell is the cave entrance? And then I'm in the cave and it's like, well, is this going to be a. Did, uh, turn some of these caves are there? also really fucking long.
2: And so oh, you're yeah. like, dear God, where is oh, this entrance? Oh, it's, it's, it's fucking great.
0: I fucking, yeah. like,. The, like caves are one of like the major things I wanted out of the game because they yeah. weren't present yeah. for yeah. a while. So it's like really fucking awesome that like I go into a cave and I am like I've been down here for like a half hour. Yeah, this is fucking awesome, and I love how they give you the check mark when you found the thing in there.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's really good.
0: So let you kn- let you know you that you find the done. chest
2: and you found the frog. And mm-hmm. You're like, all right, moving on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, just walking around the map and just it just starts
1: going off. I'm like, I need to turn this sensor off. I just need to switch this to something else.
0: Did um but, uh, the the little like. Jackalope the, the rabbit with the owl face To like Taking a picture of that thing Not help with uh, Cave entrances
1: Oh yeah Finding those two helps It's just that I don't think every cave Has a one of those little guys oh, really? Stationed out in front of it mm-hmm. um, majority of them But I don't think everyone Yeah But that is another Good way to do it And yeah Like the range on that thing Is absurd is If you're generally Around one It'll it'll tell you um, Also yeah That it would probably Also be kind of annoying Because it would flag You to those guys Even if you've already Done the cave
2: like, it could oh, be a cave sure. already completed, and it'll still put the little guy out front. Those frogs don't respawn really on blood moons, right? No. They don't get okay, good. So I there's, mean, I, like, a limited amount in the game.
1: I know. I, for sure, I've walked around over areas where I've already got the cave.
2: I think I'm only, like, one or two more purchases to get the complete set from um, that it guy. Take? It takes a lot. Yeah. It, it, it takes a minute, because you got to you get all the... The bublikin, the zolfo's, the the, the, the horblim mask, the Lionel mask, yeah, all of those, and then in between each of those, it's just a pile of monster parts, and then it's it's a lot. Okay. It, it, it takes a minute.
1: I haven't because um, I'm literally not turning them in. I've got thirty something, like probably thirty. I mean, three, you'll make a
2: big dent if not finish it with thirties. So oh no, I mean, you probably three. want to finish it with thirty something, but because eventually there are like five yeah. you need and everything like that. So it it, it takes a little. bit I've got two of the masks, I think, so far. Okay. So Maybe I, no I'm a, thirty. I mean I've already turned some in. If you if you got two masks, you probably with thirty you can Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got two of the pieces. Um I haven't used it yet because I'm so bad with money, I'm like I I can't I can't afford just kill me. I, I can't lose my money. <laughs> <Like it's>, yeah. But <laughs> I mean that's what's so funny about this
1: game is that there's different ways to think you're completing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there's beating like the somebody could like beat the four main divine beasts and get to and roll credits and that and be like, But you didn't do shit, man. He did, like, 20 shrines. I'm obsessed with <laughs> armor. Or some people are like, me, like, I've done 100 shrines, and I just just now beat the second thing. So,
2: you know. I'm obsessed with armor. I'm just running around collecting armor pieces. I'm hunting yep. down the Fierce Deity right now. And uh, also I'm going to be working on just completing out the sets that I have right now. Hmm. Like, I'm still missing the other two. Uh, Barbarian armor. I want to get that Frost Attack up armor. Um, does that up your frost attack? Do you need to be in winter area, or do you just need to attack with a frost weapon?
0: I think it, it ups your attack in cold weather areas. It is
2: in cold weather, and what it will also give okay. you is a charge attack, which
1: is pretty cool. So, like, uh, say that you swing a sword, and now you're on an ice block in the water. Do a charged up spin attack, and you will be completely surrounded by ice blocks. Hmm. Um, so there's a lot of cool stuff it'll do on top yeah, of just doing additional That's, that's not as control. good
2: as I thought it was if it's just in cold weather. Because you just got those like, two areas with the cold weather, really. I think cold um, is I like think the most overpowered. It is, Despite, but there's only limited strong. spots so you can utilize that armor. I'm like, uh oh, yeah. How many times
1: have you frozen an enemy and then just watched them, sl- again, just slide <laughs> off a cliff? <laughs> it's like, yeah, bye <laughs> Bye. My other favorite thing to do is... Honestly, I also feel like I overstock my inventory. I probably should just run around with a couple free inventory space because it is also fun to just shock them and then just steal their weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then just throw them right
0: back at them until they shatter. That was one of my favorite <laughs> things in Breath of the Wild. There, there's a spot there's pretty easy just to farm. So, uh, shock spears. Um, there's just a bunch of uh that had them and you just take them away and then now yeah, you got a bunch of shock spears. And just go up to like an, an enemy, a like high nox or a lionel or someone. Just like, give them a quick jab. Now you lost all your stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, and it's just so easy to do. It's like, um, you know, probably one of the earliest things you find in the game is fire fruits, and I'm sure okay. you have a bow and arrow. Like,
2: I just fire fruits. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I nearly ran out too because the next place I went to, was of course, Hebra, and I'm using those to like, melt things and just light fires and everything. And
2: yeah. That, that, I ran out right fire fruits so now there's a block of ice at the it just drop some wood and a flint and smack Yeah, it. you gotta get a light <laughs> That's button. all I do. I was like, Which I do, gotta light a fire. Does, it, it, it does constantly. generate
0: like sustained heat so if there's a bunch of ice in front of you like there's a bunch of caves that you can discover and shit by melting some ice but so just like dropping some, some wood and lighting a fire like it, it's going to be more like resource efficient than the throwing thing. a bunch of fire fruit at it.
1: Easiest solution and I keep one in my inventory now at all times is just a flame emitter shield. hmm you just have a shield there, and you pull your shield out and just cook the ice down. Yeah,
2: I, I have a, um, I have two auto-builds, one that they give you in the game, and it's literally a spike with two cannons. Nice. If I need to get through a rock wall, that is going to take a minute. I just drop that. I also have a cannon shield. That's good thinking. <laughs> yeah, I right. made one for <laughs> flame emitters as well, so mm. <laughs> I'm like, I need to melt this shit. Yeah,
1: um, yeah uh, Oh, that, that's what I was going to say. Like Very early on, they're very, very powerful. Just go out into the ice area... And then find some of those ice lasolfo's that are hanging out. Like they kind of are trying to camouflage, but they mm-hmm. stick out pretty clearly. And then the weakest arrow, weakest bow you have with an arrow with just that fire fruit will drop those all of those ice lasolfo parts, yep. which are fucking incredible
2: one shots. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's an easy kill, and they give you all kinds of useful stuff that attack on a ton of extra damage and freeze. Like early game, super op. Like I'm, sure, like, I'm sure there's, like, strategies for going into, like, the castle and finding, like, a random base weapon that's really strong or whatever. But to me, like, just to just cruise through the game and not worry about being in an exact thing to do, easiest in the world. You're just going to go over there, and now you can really start taking down some baddies. I'm
0: going to go back to the castle. I haven't done that yet. There's, there's, is a, some cool there's a shrine stuff. up there. There's some cool stuff in the castle. Mm-hmm. I was um going to start, like, trying to make my way back up there, and then it started raining. I was like, yeah, I'll go do something else.
2: I have only one piece of this slipper set and slippery set. It makes me mad. Mm. Like, I'm trying to do everything with this friggin' pelican so I can get the other pieces. The frog suit. And it just, I just. So I actually annoying. had an
1: elixir with plus two slip resistance or whatever. And I still slipped.
2: Oh, yeah. It sucks. It helps a little bit. I only have the one piece. So water that it, is just the fucking worst, man. Yeah, it really is. That's why I'm like.
0: They made like the whole the game a water of the temple. Set.
2: Yeah. They, have, they have a set that helps with slip resistance.
0: They, they knew. They knew what they, they were doing. how
1: annoying it is. What is funny, though, is there are some sets out there. It's not the only one, but for sure the stealth set has a bonus where at night you get extra speed. You mm-hmm. get, like, a boost of speed. So that with the plus three speed recipes, which I make... Oh, and by the way, if I didn't spell that out, uh, if you use the horns from the dragons in cooking a recipe, it lasts for 30 minutes. So I've got all of these recipes that, like, do plus three attack or plus three speed. That last for 30 minutes. So... You can just turn that on, and then for 30 minutes straight, which is a complete day cycle, I think the day cycles are like a minute's an hour, so it's like 24 minutes is a day-to-night cycle, with your sp- with, with your stealth armor on, you run about as fast as a horse does. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how
2: cracked Link looks when he's running around with all of these speed boosts. <laughs> it's great. The, um, you think of the, the stealth sets, but the Phantom set, um, I believe its tier two is also the bone damage boost. Yeah, on top of stealth, which is pretty gross. That is nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely, and uh, I've seen a lot of builds that involve like sneak strikes, where they're just like taking out things like what is it, silver, silver high and they don't even get up. They just, they're just dead and they're asleep because it's like they've got uh, those uh, 8 eightfold blades with, with crazy things attached, getting sneak strikes hits. One clever strategy I saw was using those bone damage attacks on Lynels, like getting them into the red and then topping on the back of them and only attacking a certain amount of times, but only attacking when you're on the back of them, because it won't break. It won't break unless you do a certain amount of hits on their back. And think it's oh. like somewhere between three and five. So you can hmm. basically just constantly air them in the face, get on the back with a crazy powerful thing, hit them a couple of times, and then just jump off and repeat that process. Oh, that's pretty and fun. very, very quickly take down the Lionel without any real investment in resources. As long as you can consistently connect, which by the way these Lynels move around a lot more. They're like way more obnoxious and then I feel like their face is a lot their like sweet spot in their face that you have to hit It feels like it's a lot smaller. I feel like I used to be a lot more accurate <laughs> with shooting these things in the face.
2: Have you guys done any of the monster uh I don't want to say camps, but monster attacks?
1: monster so like
2: in the in your main little hub area there's a they tell you about like three parties I've gone out to deal with monsters sure sure sure. I found one of them uh, by accident and it was like we all know what to do the bridge is out to get to this boat that they're all on and so I repaired the boat and everybody went charge and like like, full out battle on the boat
1: oh nice It, it was pretty cool oh I did one of those but it was like yeah it was kind of in the main grass area south of like the castle. Yeah, I haven't done that one.
0: Yeah, there was like oh, there's a really early one, and that's the yeah. one I found too. And it's probably just because the
1: director of this game is the guy that made the Dynasty
2: Warriors game. <laughs> yeah, probably. are <laughs> and, like, and then there's <laughs> another quest where there's two boats just full of monsters up by um, Akala, and they need to go back and just take them out. I did one of the pirate ships, and yeah. they are very very fun. If I wish they were repeatable,
1: like oh I think, they're not repeatable. I think oh, you just do it sad. once
2: and that's it. That's um, sad because that. that it's a lot of fun. It's just a lot of monsters, just like you just gotta yeah. get through. And um, it's just a cool,
1: cool area. It's a cool design.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, the shrines. Uh, maybe not as many as I originally thought would be this way, but I feel like honestly about half the shrines can just be exploited with like the grab and the rewind feature. Yeah. I feel like they, and they already turned off. <laughs> thankfully, turned off auto pills. <laughs> Because that would completely make shrines pointless if you could use auto-builds mm-hmm. inside of a shrine. But I don't know why they took that measure but didn't also turn off functions you shouldn't be using to solve the puzzles as they constructed. Well, you know,
0: a lot like Breath of the Wild, I think they, they probably have, like, a, a prescribed solution. Like, is like, how we want you to do it. But they also don't want to, like completely, like, lock you into the, this is the way you have to do it. I know. what the of name of the game is, like, just, yeah, figure
1: it out. It just feels so cheap.
0: I only and yeah, there there are times where you know it's I had to like restrain myself. I'm like, I can probably cheese this one. There have been a couple of times. Uh, One time was just to get a chest, so it was the one big deal. And there there there's only one other time where it's like, okay, I'm frustrated with the way it wants me to do it. I'm just gonna put this right here, hold it for a second, and then rewind.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I've been approaching a lot of things. Like, all right, how do they want me to do this before I break it? You know, Before I'd say a, fuck that noise and just throw a rocket on my face. And then then, then uh <laughs> then, then
0: the next time you can do a uh you can do you can do a nuzlocke. <laughs> <The Legend laughs> uh, nuzlock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where you have to like impose the rules on yourself.
2: Every time you die you have to drop a piece of armor.
0: Uh, I I think it would be <laughs> more frustrating if there were like, like no no, you can't cheat. We're gonna we're gonna deliberately make it to where you have to do the thing we want you to do.
1: Yeah. Or I mean, just to come up with again, like you're saying, not something that's not so simple as like just using a rocket shield, (laughs) just taking the same piece of wood that was supposed to conduct electricity through this giant thing, and just being like. Well, what if I just make it go up 20 feet and then I make it go that way and then I just go back and then I stand on it and I'll rewind that. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Good, Good job. job. Yay. Way to go. And then X as fast as I can to get to the thing. It's a beautiful <laughs> animation they've made. Right. Where I get this thing and i was like, I don't want to see this anymore. <laughs>
2: I I uh I really like the Zonite pieces. I, I love going to the little gotcha machines and mm. stock it up. I need to oh, restock on rockets. I need to get more of those. I'm pretty low. I'm down to like two.
0: Sounds like you use them quite a bit. I do. I use the rockets a
2: lot. Just fuck this noise. Shoot up a mount. Um, that's me, what I'm going to yeah, do back in the day. So I to get up that mount. am going to
0: climb this? How plebeian? No. Yeah,
2: no. I'm going to build fans. my little motorbike and fly right up. Um, For me, it's fans.
1: Fans and mm. the controllers to...
2: Yeah, devices.
1: Well oh,
0: fans last a long time. I get a just, lot of. Yeah.
2: The thing about those though is, I end up getting stocked up on crap I do not use. Like, I got like thirty fire hydrants. Like, what mm-hmm. the hell am I doing with fire hydrants? That's a good point. I'm sure there's <laughs> some fun stuff. Like, I I, uh, mean, I
1: don't use it as nearly as much as I would, as I should because now that I've made it, it's so fun. But I made a little um like attack turret that just has like a shock thing. Yep. So it just goes out, and it like doesn't even have a health bar; it just can't die. The yeah. first thing that can happen is something hits it really hard and knocks it over.
2: But it's so great that it just goes around and disarms everybody. There, there's one for it. schematic you can get from a Yiga camp down in the de- depths where it's literally like a really long pole with a spike ball at the end and it has a frost thing so it freezes them and the spike ball smashes them. Perfect. Oh. It is so yes. much fun just to like set that loose and be like, go. Have fun, my child, and just just watch it just run through it. Sit down, it's build such, a fire, do some cooking. Yeah, it's such a simple design, but I I built one little turret. It was like two of those um, carts that chase guys down, and one of those um, construct heads that hunt things like that. Mm-hmm. I just attached a couple of rockets and a flame emitter. I was like, all right, it, it's very low key. I find the rockets to be, like, the least useful thing in the
1: game. The rockets, they don't feel like they do that much damage. That's kind of why I, like... I mean, I think the fire, the flame emitter is actually really strong. I think Over the time, beam, beam emitter energy. is really good. And that's
2: what yeah. people tend to be using. They'll just stack a bunch of beam emitters together. i see those. It's hilarious. So you like, two or three rows of beam emitters and yeah. then attach it to the two sides of a construct head. They're all these giant mech-looking the thing. things that just roast bad guys. Oh, my God. It's absurd. But that thing probably costs, like... 150 Zonai. Yeah, like but if you're, if you're about t- to, like... If you don't want to fight a Gliog legitimately, you're like, alright, well... <laughs> sure. Make the thing and just go murdering it. <laughs>
1: it's one of those things where it's like, the time invested to get all of the stuff needed for that was probably more than enough training to just simply take it down with Gliog. Well, yeah,
0: it's, it's your it's your, your tyrant fight at the re- end of Resident Evil. If you hoarded all your magnum bullets, yeah. you get the easy win. The, the, the simplest one I
2: saw was literally one of those... Um, Hover pads that just sit in the air whenever You activate them Mm -hmm. With a rocket on the back to get it up in the air And then it had the construct head And then multiple rows of The um, beam emitters And it was balanced in a certain way so it doesn't Topple it and literally You just point that at the glia Smack it it flies up there and stops And just mows them the fuck down (laughs) that's, That's the simplest Design I've seen I'm like well that's That works Like it's the the tip, the difficult part of that fight is just staying in range so your battery doesn't turn it off. So I mean, mm. that's the only tricky part is you just gotta yeah. keep dodging and live. <laughs> mm. I don't really into that thought, but I feel bad for the horses
1: because the horses are kind of not needed here. No, they're completely useless. I do
0: have a couple of horses. I don't use them that much.
1: That's probably why they let you just immediately import all your old horses. They're just like, well, you're not going to care about this, but here they are.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. There was a story that I told on the last podcast. I don't know if I should tell it again because I told yeah, it why not? One. Who's going to stop you? But early in the game, I'm struggling to get around, and I don't have auto build yet. And I'm like, I want to explore, but it's going to take me so long to run across this freaking freaking field. Where's a horse? And then I'm like, looking all over for horses. I find stables. I can't find any horses. And I finally find a horse. I'm like, that I'm miles away from a stable. Fuck this horse. And I leave it. And I finally, after like. A while I finally get my hands on a horse. And I'm not far from stable. And I get there and just been struggling for hours just for a fucking horse. And the second I walk up there, he's like, here's your list of old horses. Like, God damn mother. Like, <laughs> I was so pissed to see those horses. I'm like, I am going to murder them <laughs> for some meat. I know. <laughs> yeah, horse is a fine meal. Yeah, horse is a fine I was so pissed.
1: <laughs> that is funny. Oh, the horses! You should take pictures of because apparently they're glider designs. Oh, uh, interesting. Horses, yeah. Uh, there's like I don't know, maybe 15, 20 different just random things in the world that you could take pictures of that you wouldn't think should be in the compendium. Uh, but then the the guy that changes the dyes, the dye like outfit dude, he'll give you different um, capes. So hmm. you have to take okay. pictures of the various things though.
2: Oh, um, for your glider.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah for the glider. Yeah, yeah. So you know, horses are one of the ones you can. It's pretty fun. Anything else we need to address about this game? Yeah, it's a little overrated. <laughs> 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 not no, oh, it's not that great. You know good. what? Uh the uh the, those cook pots that you get, like the, the little zonite device pots? cook pot? Yeah. One time use, come on. Those should be good for multiple uses. Why yeah. would you, you, you pull out one to make one thing? Come on. I think it's
2: there for like emergency thing. Like I'm about to do this fight. Doesn't mean you just make some backup food or or I'm up on this ship and I didn't buy the cold resistant armor <laughs> Let me just drop a pot and make some more food Because I ran out When I got
0: up there I was like well obviously It's just going to be in chests up here We talked about this <laughs> on the last time we talked about this game Until you came over and was like Oh yeah you got to buy that shit like, Motherfucker I had, I had found like, Right outside that shop I had found like two Koroks But didn't bother to think to go into the shop And see what they had for sale <laughs> That's funny um, but yeah, there's just some more, some more progress updating. I found a big Goron sword. Oh, very good. You like that thing? Don't want to use it. <laughs> probably oh, one one ones probably ones more than one attached to it. That's
1: one of the handful of legendary weapons. There's like a whole list of
2: different. Yeah, like uh, the, there's a there's kind of there reign. is one. There's only one in the game, but you can buy more at the Bargainer statues in the depths. Oh, interesting. What
0: okay. goes? So do you? So, but you have to find it first. You have to find it. And once, once you find it, can you then buy more? Or does it have mm-hmm. to break first? I so believe,
2: I believe you can. I haven't been to a bargainer session. So, so, about so about
0: you, it, you can you can just like stash your your original, and just build duplicates. Yeah,
1: well, they're not like crazy overpowered. It'll just be like they're maybe mean, like twenty higher on sword is
2: thirty.
1: Yeah, like a little higher base damage. Yeah. Nothing oh. crazy though.
2: That's all it is. It's just a, a great sword that's thirty damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's you too- a, a, a,
1: the best available base, um, but again, not like. It's not like the next best is five, and this one's thirty. It's probably the next best like is like Fierce Steel in
2: there. Yeah, I'm excited to get that, but you got to find the armor first, and then you can get the sword.
0: Whatever, like slowly restores your health, like it does in Soul Caliber Two.
2: I don't know, but I know the um, the dragon pieces. If you fuse them, the weapons will.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. that's pretty nice.
2: Yeah. All right. Anything else outside of Zelda? Any movies or other games or life or I don't know like I've seen a bunch of movies recently I feel like
1: but um some of them are for the retro show and then I think mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if I talked about them I saw like a whole bunch of movies um like Ren Renfield was really good yeah you
0: mentioned that one do you want to uh, see that
1: yeah I saw Sisu
0: yeah you mentioned that one I
1: already talked about these okay then maybe never mind I saw um, oh the most recent one I saw is that talking about blackberry yeah Told you yeah. guys about Blackbird. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved that one It was so so good um,
0: I'm gonna check that one out It actually is available now To uh, just rent on Amazon
1: Yeah Because uh, I saw Air as well And they're both mm-hmm. sort of Doing the same thing They're talking about You know Two major businesses From Very specific oh. Points in history uh, Products
0: that people Over 35 would probably Recognize but. Right
1: So there is definitely Sort of like a, If you lived in the era You probably kind of like Seeing them go back And sort of touch on These things And you know, get a little bit of a tingly nostalgia feeling for him. Um, but Blackberry for sure was like the the maybe not even a better story, but just better performance. Hmm. Um, the the two main guys in it, uh, Glenn Howerton and oh, I'm trying to get other actor's name, but they are are great, and especially Glenn Howerton, he just steals the scenes. He is absolutely fantastic in that movie.
0: I saw a bunch a bunch of movies, a yeah. few movies, not a bunch, a few.
2: Oh god, John has
0: a list I know, well I had to write him down Because I would forget the names uh, I watched Pig I, oh, was, I love that movie I thought it was really interesting, I thought it was good um, A general premise uh, uh, a, you, you find out later But a, uh, a chef, a fairly well-known chef Of the, the Portland area uh, suffers a tragic loss goes to live in the woods has his pig he's the pig uh, is well, it helps him with his livelihood finds his truffles and he's got a guy who, this younger guy who comes this is John Wick isn't
2: it? <laughs> you know what's funny <laughs> you
0: know.
1: if you heard the premise of this you would think this was a John Wick movie because basically his pig gets stolen mm-hmm. and you think he's going to go on this quest for revenge and it doesn't do that at all ever right it really what this is about is you kind of I mean you, you said what his deal was. They don't really reveal that at first. He's right. just this recluse that lives out in the woods. And he has this pig and then it gets stolen and you think he's gonna go on this plot of revenge to go get his pig back. And it's just sort of watching this, this the li- this guy's story, his life has you know, the events of it unfold and see how he got in that position. And it's just heartbreaking.
2: It's just really uh Does it get his pig back? Spoilers. I'm fine with that, one, I'm not watching.
0: You no <laughs> No. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't
1: hide. Is, is they, the, it's a very particular kind of pet to have, and it needs to be maintained a certain way. And the thieves that stole it didn't take good care of it and killed it, not intentionally. Just like they, it just it died because they didn't know how to properly care for a truffle pick.
2: That's, that's
0: sad.
1: Oh, and 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 truffles themselves are this foodie thing, they're they're obscenely expensive and only enjoyed by the most pretentious assholes. Well, and yep.
0: this this was like another movie. It, it reminded me a little bit of the menu, where yeah. the, it, it is like the, a, a very uh, uh, sort of a, a cynical take on a uh, food culture at times. Because you know, when when he gets back to to the city, of Portland, uh, he he encounters some people from his his former life and. Uh, kind of like how, how phony it all seems uh, yeah, when he yeah. gets back to it.
2: I love you all. I lo- we love you, Chef. I mean, that's just <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah. And uh, I think Nicolas Cage is, is fantastic. It's really nice to see him do some of these movies where he's not expected to be so fucking zany and over the top. But right. He doesn't have like the that he does that, but it's nice to see him just just do a like a leaving Las Vegas kind mm. of just a broken man kind of performance
0: yeah you never get like a, a Nick Cage moment where he just has a breakdown and is is screaming and laughing and yeah totally melting down
2: speaking of weird Nick Cage movies how was the other
0: one you watched Willy's Wonderland yeah oh, awful just
2: <laughs> yeah I saw a, that one
0: too what a weird polar <laughs> yeah. opposite uh, premise for that one he's a drifter his car gets sabotaged and has to pay for repairs uh, by becoming a, an overnight janitor at this Chuck E. Cheese. And the animatronic characters are possessed by demons or, or the ghosts of people who were killed in the town or something and come to life and murder. And he'd basically been sent there as a sacrifice. The, the townspeople sacrifice a drifter <laughs> to the Chuck E. Cheese. And, and I think it,
2: there's other ways the town could deal with this other than sacrificing
0: drifters. <laughs> don't go in there. Knock down Burn the building. the bill- building
2: down. Yeah, it's just... Fuck you, ghosts yeah,
0: the, the, yeah. the premise is, is so tortured
1: Well, it's also um, I remember there being a whole bunch of controversy Where like, they were trying to make a Five Nights at Freddy's movie And this is clearly ripping off the premise mm. oh, of Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's But the guy that wrote it claims he'd never even heard of Five Nights at Freddy's sure. It was total bullshit, it can't be true So yeah, very weird that uh, we, we were sort of in like that whole like two movies of very similar premises coming out around the same time. I don't even know if there ever was that Five Nights at Freddy's movie made. But
0: I don't know if it ever happened either.
1: Again, not that it. Like the whole premise behind that game is that it's like a really simple and shitty game mechanic. Mm. Like, did that need a movie? Well, I guess. I guess people like scary movies. It, so
0: it, capitalism. is so
2: much. I mean, there's a book series, and there's this whole
0: extended merchandising.
2: It, right. It's it's the dumbest crap.
0: I. Uh, mm. I wouldn't worry about it. Tears of the Kingdom sold 10, 10 million copies in three days, so... Yeah, how oh. dare do better than Horizon Forbidden West? Uh, all, all, all of the, it? There's still hope for the world. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not all Minecraft and Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the... the this, in Willy's Wonderland, there's also like this group of teens because you need some sort of fodder. Because like at the the start, it's just Nick Cage cleaning so the up. fodder. It's
2: teenagers. I mean, it's...
0: oh yeah, they're they're like young or like young adults or teenagers that live in the town. They go in there there because they're, they're going to like burn the place to the ground. But then they realize, oh, Nick Cage is in there. We can't burn it, so we'll get him out. And of course, they'll fucking die <laughs> because you need to like run up a body count. But it's like they were they were making the movie and realizing, well, wait a second. He's not gonna die because he's an ass kicker. He's like, whenever like he, he like, there's never a point in the movie where you feel like Nick Cage is in any danger because he just deals with whatever problem like very easily, um, which doesn't make for a good like antagonist. You're never afraid of these animatronic things. Or like, yeah, you're kind of creepy. You're dead. You have dead eyes. Um, <laughs> so so you need to bring in the teenagers. So you know you're like. I don't want them to die. At no point did I feel like I wanted these teenagers to live. Did not give a fuck about them. (laughs) So I think they, bad protagonist, bad antagonist, bad premise, bad movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And I watched, oh, um, I watched Hulu remade White Men Can't Jump. Okay. What? Weirdly enough, now I don't remember too much about the original "White Men Can't Jump," other than it had um, Rosie Perez, uh, uh, two very prominent British actors, Woodrow Harrelson, and Wesley Snipes. Yes. Um, Oh
2: my. Okay, I did not know Wesley Snipes.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, Uh, he uh, he was not the white guy. He's actually pretty good at it too. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember like the original original was actually a pretty fun movie. I, I remember liking the original, but it was like a movie that like I maybe caught in bits and pieces like. On noon on a Saturday after cartoons were over. Yeah. Um, so when it comes on, like, all right, maybe it's time to go outside. But uh, for for whatever reason, Hulu decided this is a, a movie to remake, and I, I can't tell. Just like a
1: harder version of the original film.
0: I suppose. I mean, it's 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 comedy. It's not like because uh, that's what
1: happened with like they remade Fresh Prince but made it a drama, right? Like Bel Air, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, or whatever. Like this isn't try this is, is this just trying to be white men can't jump again, or is it like trying to make it a darker, totally now, darker film? If I if I
0: remember something about white Men can't jump original, it was also <laughs> a comedy. This is this. Oh was, yeah, well, it was it was very funny. Yeah, but both of these movies are, are comedies, and of course okay. they're like a, a lot of the comedy comes from uh, racial tension and them like poking at each other, like yeah hey, you're black, yeah you're white, mm-hmm. and you know, they have a good time with it. Our two leads. Well, science have, has already established that gravity affects
1: white people twice as much as it affects black people, trumping. which why we're not as good a jumper as they are. Five. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's
0: <laughs> fine. We, we we all get uh, the concrete shoes when when we're born, and we just have to live with it. Um, so it, it is. Uh, our two leads have a pretty good chemistry with each other. It's it's fun seeing them on screen together, and they're back and forth, and like they're developing friendships, and they have a shared love of Ed Sheeran for some reason. But uh, Chad is a banger. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, is Jack
1: Harlow? Is Jack Harlow seriously the guy in this? That name does not ring a bell. He's the main guy in this. He's the white guy in this. Okay. He's a rapper. Is he's, he really? He's, yeah, he's, he's a rapper.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's, he's uh, the our main white guy. Okay. Um, kind of like this this uh, uh, former college player. Both of his knees were injured, so now he kind of makes his living as like a, a self-help or like, a, like a, a personal coach for players. Um, a bit of a grifter. Um and, of course, like they, they hustle basketball games together because they're trying to get into the big tournament where they're going to win the big prize and uh, give the money to solve their different financial problems that they have throughout the movie. But um, I think the, the main attraction is, of course, like them playing basketball together and like, trash-talking and grifting and uh, being silly and good at basketball. And, and it's, it's good. And I think where the, the movie sort of falters is that it does need to get to a payoff. Where you know they go to the tournament and they win. I think like the movie had a hard time of wrapping things up, tying everything all together in a satisfying way. It um, it felt a little bit artificial without getting into spoilers. The way that um, they decide to uh, wrap up everyone's story, like and uh, a little bit a little bit hurried. Like it's it wasn't a short movie. I think it was almost like. Uh, could put probably close to two hours long but 101 minutes yeah uh, yeah a little bit more than an hour and a half yeah. but it, it felt like like oh yeah we need to service a plot let's get to the end here so rather than like having this this steady momentum that builds up to your conclusion uh, it was um you know you're you're watching like this this comedy romp and then all of a sudden right we need to get to the big game hmm. but yeah like overall Really watchable. I thought it was fun. Did you recognize any actual NBA players in it? I did not. Says so there are a couple. Okay. Including Blake Griffin and Tyler Hero. Yes, Blake Griffin showed up at the end. He's also on there as a, an executive producer. Oh. I do recognize that name. Yeah. Also, Vince Staples is part of the cast. Okay.
1: He plays a character named Speedy. Uh, I like Vince Staples a lot. He's a good rapper.
0: Uh, Jeff Van Gundy. Is in uh, the. He's movie. in this? No, no, I mean. He's that not one. listening. <laughs> okay. I mean,
1: honestly, I'd rather. Really <laughs> have... Frankly, Jeff Van Gundy's been getting on my nerves. Yeah? Yeah. Why is that? He's just really biased in his commentary, and he's just—I don't know. The finals is happening right now. The NBA yep. finals is happening, and he clearly um, is a homer for the Heat. Um, hmm. So his his comments, his color commentary, can be a little obnoxious at times. Stan Van Gundy, however, is a riot, and he his perspective on basketball is amazing. So I always like it when he's there, but sadly they got Jeff.
0: Hmm. Is he good? Uh, are they good together? Like. Do they have any... uh... They don't
1: really ever broadcast together, the two brothers, no. Okay. Um, uh, But I've seen them, like, do stuff together before, and they have a very fun kind of, like, sibling rivalry. Uh, And you would look at the two guys, and you would not think that they were related either, aside from the fact that they're both kind of, like, short. One's, like, short, (laughs) skinny, and bald, and the other one is, like, short, fat, and (laughs) mustachioed. So, like, side by side, you wouldn't think they were related, but it's just funny that both of them ended up being NBA coaches. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and Mark Jackson's terrible, too. Mark Jackson's the other guy next to Jeff Van Gundy, and he's just...
0: Mark Jackson, good. did he play for the Pacers back in the day? I believe so, Is that it, yeah. that guy?
1: Yeah, he was also the coach for the Warriors before they got good. Okay. Like, directly before they fired him, and like two years later, they won an NBA championship. Ah, uh, that's So man. he's, you know, you know, he's apparently uh, not a lot of players like... Didn't that
0: happen that to... Oh, maybe not. I was about to say, didn't that happen to John Gruden with the Raiders?
1: Possibly. Or no. did he
0: win with the Raiders? I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I think he might be right. I don't know where that was. Was it in Tampa? Maybe that, that
0: happened. Maybe I, I don't know. know. It's been so long.
1: At any rate, oh yeah. So white men can't jump, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. You know, that's the big draw. Is this Jack Harlow guy is like a he's kind of like a pop rap star. Hmm. Okay. So, is he tall? I wouldn't. You don't look at this guy and think this guy's tall. You you know,
0: um. Can, watch! Can, watch
1: can he? Spoiler alert! Can he jump?
0: He did jump, or, okay. or a body double did. Um, there's a ladder out there. <laughs> he he did he did yeah he did dunk at one point in the movie. Uh, but it, it, it's funny because like you mentioned, like are these guys tall? Like watching the movie, you, know, you usually see them like side by side, so there's not a, a height disparity at least as it's portrayed in the movie between our two uh, male leads.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But also when they're uh, with their their our, our female leads, their counterparts. Uh, throughout the movie, they don't seem that much taller than them. So like generously, if I were to like judge the heights of our male leads in this movie, like they're at best six foot three and they were both aspiring NBA players which you know you can be six foot three and play in the NBA certainly.
3: yeah
0: that that's that's not that big a stretch. but like to be a dominant player in the NBA and be six foot three, Mm, that's you know That's tough that, That's got a lot Got a lot to overcome there
1: Yeah I think even like Steph Curry Is thought of as small And he's like 6'5 Yeah
0: you know, That's a tall human being Yeah Like if you met someone Who's 6'5 that's, that's Alan hard. Iverson
1: Short right Yeah he was I think 6'1 Yeah
0: Um Maybe like a, a Point guard position
1: Yeah Just draining threes Just mm-hmm. He also played in an era that had much more clearly defined roles for players. Mm. Um, mm. I think now the idea is that everyone pursues this notion of pos- positionless basketball, where you can kind of, you know, you want your centers to be able to shoot three-pointers, and you want your point guards to be six six. You know, like, they, they kind of want a, like, a mold for what an athlete should look like at a position. I mean, that's a lot of, the current, you know... It's 2 1 of the series, but the Denver Nuggets are the team in in the finals right now. And a lot of people attribute to what makes Denver so good is the fact that they are such a big team. Mm. Like, even their small guys are big guys relative to their other team. It's just, it's kind of, they they make other teams look dwarfed because at every position, they're three or four inches taller than their opponent. You know, it is true, and it means that a few extra inches they, they add up. It's a, it means it's an easier hundred percent dunk instead of an eighty percent layup. It's it's more blocks, it's more steals. You know it's 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 better range for passing and like catching a pass and not turning a ball over. It's a it's a big deal.
0: Do you think that some of that? Um... Some of that stuff where you know you you want to have like the, the stuff's gone away like the more position based basketball where you had like you know your guards who are you know the six foot three to six foot five and you had your forwards and your center. Um, do you think like some of that was, was sort of a, a bias about like your more athletic players can't be as big? Whereas you no, know, now you have guys who are six seven six eight six nine, extremely athletic players. Or yeah. maybe there was a bias against players being you know. Uh, close to seven feet tall and athletic. They're thought of more like these big lumbering
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure that back then, just being seven foot tall was like... I think that was a stat that I once heard, is like 15% of American men that were above seven feet at some point played an NBA game. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just simply being tall... Just existing at that height. (laughs) Makes you ready for the NBA. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's like the joke. You can't teach height. Mm. Um, So... Yeah, I, I think they were probably just happy if the guy could just just sit there under a rim and catch a pass and put it in the basket. Now the expectation is that, you know, players are so much better conditioned and trained, they're so much more skilled that you kinda have to. Like you still love those those big giant like centers out there. But it's not really what the game demands anymore. You but it, could, you could be six nine or six ten and be a better center than someone who's simply seven one.
0: Yeah, but if you if you got five guys who are, you know, six seven to six nine and they all can run, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's great yeah. that you've has got, you got a seven foot one who's big in the middle. But by the time he gets to half court, you're already scoring.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing. You have to be athletic. You you can't, um, you know. It's probably, like, when you look at, like, David Ortiz in baseball, mm-hmm. it's, like, the expectation is that David Ortiz does a very specific, narrow thing for baseball and why he has a career at that, you know. Or Dustin Bedoya, five foot five, whatever. <laughs> Generously. 5'5". <you know, laughs> five five ten, Dustin
0: Bedroia. With those elevated shoes on.
1: <laughs> right? You know, yeah, like, it's, it's funny in baseball, you kind of get away with it. You get a lot of mm-hmm. weirdly shaped bodies out there because it's, you know, it's not... Demanding of them, but
0: yeah, you're yeah, like guys like them. guys like Aaron Judge, who's six foot nine and 250 pounds. Yeah, I mean, the guys he are talking like
1: behind be yeah, 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 it looks like he should be in the NFL or something, but but yeah, yeah, I think it, and basketball, is just going to be really interesting to watch how the game plays out over the coming years because you know, guys that are like six one, six two, they got to be really really skilled to be out there on the mm-hmm. court and not be a liability. Um, and you probably aren't going to like I, again uh was it Chris Paul Chris Paul is like six one maybe that But he's regarded as a he'll be a, he'll be a hall of famer he's a many time all-star um
0: I'm baffled every time I, I see him still playing like, yeah he he's been around for so long I know who he is well literally just today he got cut so
1: after three years in a row of getting injured in the playoffs mistake. He's just not worth it. Whoever um, did that made a mistake. Yeah, if, if you can't if you can't stay help, like, that's when they, you need them. You need them in the playoff games. Mm. And if he's always getting injured in the playoffs, it's like, what's the point? But anyway, he may be kind of a, a thing in the past. I think most of the guards coming out now, it kind of will be prohibitive to be like
3: 6-2. Mm.
1: Um, again, unless you're a game-changing player. Again, like a Steph Curry, but you'd have to be even... More skilled than Steph Curry, which is kind of unbelievable. I don't
2: know what we're talking about anymore.
0: Where are we? Rice you got anything?
2: Uh, Any movies? Do I have anything? I don't think I do.
0: No, I don't. Okay.
2: No. Well, I want what, to go see Spider Man and Guardians Three. I haven't seen them yet. I take Guardians One. So I want
0: to go see them. I'm going to take the girls to see Spider Man at some point.
1: I, for whatever reason, convinced myself that Oppenheimer came out. And it hasn't come out
0: yet. When does that come out? Like, like six weeks. Oh, okay. It comes
1: out like late July. We got time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was because like, I was seeing so many movies and I kept seeing the trailer for Oppenheimer and I just got myself so excited about it mm. that now I have to like wait forever. Mm. But yeah, I want to see the new Spider-Man
2: too. I've heard I may good. go tomorrow for it. Yeah. I'm debating it. I'm off for three days. We're going some,
0: some some to some play some Zelda. I'm going to play some Zelda. You're going to play some Zelda. You're going to get claw hands and I'll show you the stretches because I know <laughs> them now. <laughs>
2: Even if you want, pick an unpopular movie that you know they're the only one there
1: and then bring your Switch.
0: Hell yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I'm also going to watch, like, um, I don't have Disney because just very rarely does it have anything I want to watch nowadays. So, since I'm I'm house sitting for my mom right now because she's out of town, i got to take care of the animals got her Disney account So I'm gonna watch The Ant-Man movie You should watch Lilo and I Stitch I'm gonna watch that one I'll watch Lilo and Stitch I and mean, prep for legit. retro That would be cool And I'll it's like, like, like 70 Lilo. minutes long Yeah, yeah who That's who a close <laughs> video I'll watch that Yeah I'll see about watching Born uh, Identity Right It's the first one
0: Yeah
2: I'll, I mean I remember it being good
0: That one's on Peacock You log into that Peacock account <laughs> God, and.
2: Give me your Peacock <laughs> account I'm not
0: Never <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sharing my passwords.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i not buying Peacock For that God
0: uh, it, it's free. You do have to create an account, which is by itself embarrassing, but...
2: Oh, I did know it was free.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like a premium version that's five bucks, and actually there. I I don't know. I don't know, like, the distinction between, like, the premium account and the regular account now, because it used to be, like, uh, new release movies when they would get, like, three or four a month at most. Like, new release movies were available first only to, like, your premium $5 account. I've hit
2: the point where I no longer know what I have subscriptions for. Yeah. And I need to go back and just kind of figure this shit out. It's a mess.
0: It's it's coming full circle. Like, this is the reason people got rid of cable is because it was too costly for... Content that I you just didn't realize really that. Anyway.
2: My Netflix accounts twenty one bucks a month. I'm like, fucked, what the hell? Mm.
1: when did that happen? Yep. But we all do need the Paramount
0: like oh, yeah. they have that sponsored the show, Paramount, yeah, Paramount yeah. Plus. Yeah,
1: Paramount Plus, you got Yeah, yeah since Amazon like, dropped us.
0: All the uh all the content like uh Picard and I think they're the ones that have South Park. Oh do they?
2: Yeah. I do so, want to get the Apple one. Cause they got I keep hearing good things about this Ted Lasso show.
0: <laughs> we are we just like a commercial for streaming services now? Actually, apparently, so, like, I that. haven't
2: watched the 12th episode because I think
1: it just aired like a week ago, but I've watched the 11 episodes leading up to it. Uh, Ted Lasso is a, is a fun show. Is I'm not good? obsessed with it or anything. Some people are like weirdly obsessed with the show. It's really good. It's
2: very heartwarming. I also want to watch uh, the Foundation show that's on it because that's based oh, yeah, the on the Isaac like Asimov book, yeah. But yeah. which, you know, I like my books. So I want to see how badly they butchered this one, mm-hmm. which is fine because that Foundation... I mean, it, it's an old book And it did a lot of interesting stuff And set up a a big universe for Asimov But it wasn't that great of a book um, But it was
1: very short So You could also watch Minority Report Which is based on the Philip K. Dick book
0: Yeah, it's true, a short story mm-hmm. I think it was
1: Yeah, the no, why did it have to be two and a half hours long? <laughs> yeah, I
0: do um, well, we'll, we'll talk about yeah, Minor- let's Minority say, Report let's this later. But there's there also A uh, A 2015 I think Amazon did a a, a limited series for my report, and after watching the movie, like maybe I'll check out this limited series to see how what they do with this material because it's so weird that like the short story gets stretched out so much. Anyway, it was, it's a, a a strange a strange movie because um, also like at one point it was like like sort of so, so, some sort of uh, a sequel to Total Recall. Anyway, yeah, Phil K Dick, of course from. Uh, Blade Runner fame, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Long time listener fame the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Friend of the show, Philip K. Dick. I got I hope he hasn't done anything like cancel the wall. We're <laughs> talking uh, about. Do we just cancel it ourselves? <laughs> like, do we just do that? Like, oh. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's a stand up guy. I hope he's a stand up guy. Is he still alive? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I know
0: nothing about this man. I <laughs> no, doesn't know. I bet he's dead.
1: Yeah. No. Okay, so we're in the clear. <laughs> just go, go, go in my gut there. And I think he's dead. When do you think he died? Uh, s- Guess eight, a year this, this is a weird game We're making if, up <laughs> If he's alive I mean if he's dead I'm going to say That he died in
2: 1987 What do you think Wes? I'll go
0: 2002 oh, Might doing... as well Just go Boom <laughs> September 11th <laughs> 2001 <laughs> Just <laughs> died of unrelated
1: circumstances <laughs> Just um, Skydiving Happens <laughs> by alligators
0: Philip K. Dick died in 1982 At the age of 53 Oh, I was
1: pretty close I was not that far away
0: Only 53
1: As he the young then. Yeah Had a lot of life left in him Sure did right. write boring ass Science fiction books Yeah we didn't uh, hear our
0: show at all No, it's, it's, that's unfortunate It's a shame that he didn't get To participate in this show Yeah Yeah he was uh, only 15 years older than me. Than, uh, than I am right now. That's dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what else is dark? I oh, don't know. I'm closer to 50 than I'm to 20. Oh. gasp! <laughs> <yes. laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that This is how time works. It moves forward at 60 seconds a minute. Uh, anything else we talk about before we close it out here?
2: I don't think so. On that happy now.
0: Yeah So oh, next up we'll do a retro show We already talked about A bunch of the things That we're going to talk about There Minority Report Born Identity Lilo and Stitch There's some music Some good uh, some good albums that I've been listening Alvar to Alvaro Levine Let Go Alvaro Levine Had what? her debut album Hell yeah what? Um, Unironically been enjoying the shit out of that record You know I don't I haven't listened to uh, I don't think any other Alvaro Levine Since that album But I remember really liking it It's a good record I'm going to listen it's, to it again It's got it's place hmm. And games yes there was like a game <laughs>
1: I remember you mentioned it it's eternal darkness yeah and I actually watched like a, a long form video essay like a year ago according to my youtube account like it said like 14 months
0: ago I watched a video about it okay it's a really interesting game yeah I well, think there's yeah. there, there's a lot to unpack with that one um i've I own it I've never actually finished it because hmm. back in the the blue screen
1: of death right just couldn't finish
0: it? No, game no, game. no I, I didn't actually do the blue screen of death, but um, I, I can't tell one way or another why I never finished the game. But back in those days, I didn't obsessively finish games, so yeah. I probably just got something else and moved on. So
1: there's that and Neverwinter Nights came out, which is actually kind of a fun one to talk about.
0: Yeah, that one's available on Switch. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. How
1: about that?
0: Yeah, that, but... it six
1: days to get caught up on this. <laughs> so, so, so fucking... Uh, uh,
0: Eternal <laughs> Darkness, um, cult classic... GameCube exclusive. Yeah. Um, not not, available, available, not yeah. available on Switch. Not available Switch. But Neverwinter Nights. Available on Switch. What the fuck? How about that? Uh, and then we'll wrap it all up at the end of the month with the official show. That's it at the end. So long. Later, here.